you are listening to the wild soul podcast a podcast for the wild ones join me your host queen namaste as we embark on a journey to find our true north and our own unique path from wild inspired conversations to searching for life's hidden gems and meanings with a little dash of crazy in between because really who doesn't want to dance to the beat of their own drum Hey everybody, what's up? Happy hump day. Welcome to the Wild Soul Podcast with your host Queen Namaste. What is up? And if it is your first time tuning in, this is the place where we talk about all things wild, have amazing guests, and yeah, I am a yogi, a blogger, and newbie podcaster, and I just tell shit like it is, and if you're here for it, awesome! Uh, today is September 4th. Whoa! You guys, September, a new season is coming in. The last one, pretty much. Well, I guess not. Yeah. Um, no, 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 no. Not the last one of the year. <laughs> we still have winter, but still, <laughs> fall is my absolute favorite time of the year. I just love it so much. I know people are like all about summer, but I really do love the fall. You can call me basic bitch, whatever you want. I love pumpkin, everything. I love all the spices. I love the <laughs> the leaves falling and changing. It's a little metaphor. The leaves give me being like, it's okay to let shit go for new change. The boots, the scarves, the layering, the coziness, the tea, all of that shit. I love fall. It's a, a great season. All right, so September, new month. I love the beginning of the months because you get reflective and especially with September with a brand new season, like I said, leaves are falling. Um, I just love this month and lots of reasons really, but um, today is a solo episode and I really wanted to talk about two major things that are happening in my life right now. Call it an update or whatever you want. Um, but I felt called to share just because magic is in sharing. And I know that if I'm going through it, maybe someone else is going through it too. So we're going to get into that. Okay, I don't know which one to start with, but I'll just start with um, September has a really great place warm fuzzy place in my heart not because of all the pumpkins and shit yeah that's awesome too but since it's the fourth today um september 9th will be one year for me of being off the sauce yeah no alcohol in one whole year yeah like if anybody knew me you'd be like, wow, (laughs) how did you do it? And honestly, I am feeling the exact same emotions myself. So this episode, part of it is going to be talking about um, sober curious stuff. Maybe if you want to do a sober September, this is the episode that you want to listen to. I'll share a little bit of my story with that. Um, So yeah, in a couple days, the next episode will be past my quote-unquote birthday and um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about it right now and since because yeah it is September and some people like to do sober September or dry January or whatever um, 
maybe if you're looking for some tips or tricks or just advice. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll just get started with that. Um, so thinking back to almost a year ago, and I think it was like September, no, basically all last summer, I was just partying like it was going out of style. You know how it is, I'm sure lots of, of you know that in summertime, the weather's nice, you just want to go out in the patio and drink sangria and just not give a shit. And that was me. And it got to the point where it was like almost every day it was cracking open like a cider or something just because, you know, it's, yeah, it's sunny. It's nice out. It's summer. That's what you do. It makes you more social. You like, you want to party. And I loved partying. I loved being around people. Um, but it just got to the point where I was like one feeling disgusting and two feeling like almost like not out of shape well kind of out of shape but just like also put on some weight too because of the drinking and it was affecting my relationships and it got to the point also like I just wake up and be like oh my god what did I do I don't even remember what I did oops I put myself in a bad situation like I was just hanging out with like all dudes and my boyfriend wasn't there like not good situations so I woke up on September 9th of 2018 so freaking miserable so hungover I just was over it I did not want to continue to wake up in the morning feeling like shit and wasting two or three days when I wanted to get stuff done I didn't want to be like oh god I don't even remember what I did did I act like an idiot did I kiss somebody shit like that so I called up somebody that I trusted shout out Karen um of blissed out yoga and fitness on Instagram she was one of my very first interviews on this podcast go look it up that was a great episode um called her up she was my girlfriend that I only real person that I knew that had been sober for longer than a couple of years I think she's on year six now fucking amazing and I just talked to her and let it all out and it was amazing just to um be heard and you know to to be heard that I wasn't the only one and that she's gone through it too and she just had so many good points about it being a soul sickness and that alcohol robs you and lies to you and um she goes to A all the time so she's got really great stuff to say unlike myself um but yeah and then she just said yo take it one day at a time start with 30 days just give yourself the goal of 30 days and then continue on from there and I had tried to do that in the past before and about like day 34 or something I caved and went partying but this time it was different and I said okay yes I'm going to do it and I'm going to text you every fucking day and she said that text me every goddamn day and thank god thank you thank god I've met Karen thank god for Karen and her being there someone that I could like count on in that time because I tried to quit alcohol many many times before because I've always woke up in the morning all the time being like wow I'm never gonna drink again 
Have you guys ever had that? It's like you wake up so hungover and you're like, why did I do this to myself? I'm never going to drink again. Yeah, obviously that was me lots of times. So, um, yeah, and basically I just took it one day at a time. I always thought to myself, oh my God, how are people sober five years? How do people not have a drink in a year? Like that is absolutely bonkers. Like it's such a social thing to do. It's all over. People do it every day. It's in restaurants. It's everywhere in the world. Like how? It's on TV. How do you do it? And <laughs> looking back at a year from now too, I'm just like, wow, wow. It's crazy to think. It's really crazy to think. So um, I'm going to give you some tips of how I got through the year and disclaimer right now, everybody's journey is different. Everybody's way of recovery is different. So there isn't just one way. Like I know AA is not the only way and my way is not the only way. You have to find something that resonates with you and that you know you can stick to. And I have friends that they're like, they have to do AA. They need that sense of community. They need that um, accountability or else they wouldn't be sober. And I'm not saying that my way is any better than X, Y, and Z's way. All I'm saying is we all have different paths and different journeys and whatever is going to help you stay sober, if you want to stay sober, do that. Um, and I have gone to a couple AA meetings. I actually do really enjoy them. I just haven't found a group that I want to call my home group yet. And right now it's also just working me doing what I'm doing now and maybe that'll change down the road and maybe I'd like to do that more and give back to community more and never say never I have no idea what is in store all I can share is what I have been doing the past year so one tip you do not have to have a rock bottom to reevaluate your relationship with alcohol lots of people do um, it definitely helps. <laughs> Sometimes I would assume if you had a rock bottom, you'd be like, wow, this feels like absolute crap. I never want to feel this way again. But what a friend said to me is nobody quits drinking alcohol because they had a great time. And that kind of hit home with me. It's like, yeah, I was drinking alcohol for the past 15 years because I always had fun on it and it was great and I loved it in the moment. And then after words it started getting shittier that's when I started to reevaluate but in the beginning when it's fresh and new and you love it and you're having great time and you get this confidence no why would you want to quit drinking it's giving you everything you ever wanted so just because you might not have like quote-unquote a rock bottom doesn't mean that you might not quote-unquote have a problem um in today's day and age in society I feel that there's this glorification with alcohol and that we need it for every little thing and that's a lie that I told myself for a long time thinking that sober people are boring thinking that I needed alcohol to be confident and to have fun and to hold a conversation with someone and that's just the lie that the devil juice tells you to be honest because speaking after like thinking of myself from a year ago to now I never thought that I would ever get 365 days for one. That is insane. And for two, 
the problems and the stuff that you feel and the insecurities that you feel that drinking alcohol takes away from that short period of time, it doesn't go away once you stop drinking. It's still there that you have to deal with it. It's just, yeah, you have to actually go and do the work and think about why you're actually drinking. Think about what has actually happened that makes you want to reach for that drink or reach for the food or reach for the drugs to numb yourself or reach for the sex to numb yourself. It's actually doing the inner work, which a lot of people don't want to do. Because, yeah, it's messy and it's shitty sometimes and it is hard work. But at the end of the day, alcohol, if you are having those issues, whatever you're masking with alcohol, alcohol is just going to make the situation worse. And when you're in the thick of it, you don't realize it. I didn't realize it. I was like, yep, alcohol is shitty, but I'm going to keep drinking because it just helps me. And then it really just turned into this vicious cycle of, oh, I feel so great. I'm going to drink alcohol. Oh, I feel like shit. I hate myself. I'm going to drink alcohol to make me feel better. Oh my God, I love myself. I love alcohol. It's the best thing ever. Oh my God, I feel like shit. You get what I'm saying? Alcohol is a depressant. And if anything, it just makes the situation worse. Can you name one thing amazing that has come out of drinking alcohol? Can you? I don't know, maybe maybe some people can, but in everything that I've ever regretted in my life, it was because I was either drunk or intoxicated, high or all all of it. <laughs> so tip number one, you don't need to have a rock bottom to reevaluate your relationship with alcohol. You could just maybe want to cut it back a little bit and be like, yeah, I don't feel the best when I drink and that isn't okay. You do not have to have a reason to want to stop drinking alcohol. Maybe you just do. And don't let anyone tell you that you need a reason or that you're stupid or um, weak if you don't drink alcohol. A lot of people project their insecurities onto you and it says nothing about you and everything about them. When you are not drinking around people that are drinking it definitely makes them uncomfortable and to an extent too like there's a time and a place like I don't think I would put myself in a situation or a weekend where like everyone's just getting plastered and loaded and here's this sober girl and they're like why are you even here then like you're not you're not doing everything that we're doing and you're excluding yourself from the situation so why are you even here I feel like sometimes there's a time and place for that but majority of the time you can still go to a party and not drink but people will get a little bit weird sometimes and ask you why and it's just because it makes them think about their own situation and their relationship with alcohol as well it's the same exact thing in my opinion as like being a vegan or vegetarian people are like well why and then they (laughs) they just blast all of their opinions about meat onto you when you haven't even said anything because it's the same thing it just makes people it just shines a mirror on the other person and makes them look at their own life and people don't want to do that a lot of the time so for one if you're thinking about even sober September or cutting back that takes a lot of self-realization and just doing the inner work and looking at yourself and I want to give you a virtual high five good for you (laughs) And another another tip is that it is definitely okay 
to not have good days and throw a pity party. Sometimes I almost think of it as like mourning because you kind of are mourning a different person or a different side of yourself. For me, I think I had a really big identity crisis because I was like the fun Shannon and everyone's like, oh my God, Shannon, you're so much fun when you drink. And you're like, life the party, everyone loves you. And I was really scared that I wasn't going to be that person anymore. And granted, maybe I'm not. I have no idea. Uh, At the same time, though, I don't really care. The people that are in my life and that mean something to me, they don't care whether I drink or not. And you you find when you stop drinking, all the people that you did party with, um, you don't really have anything in common with them anymore because you only partied with them. Hence, just were not even really in your body with them. Your freaking soul was somewhere else and your bodies were there. If your physical bodies were there, just drinking and partying. But does anyone really remember the conversations that they have when they're drinking? Sometimes, yes, sometimes drinking brings you closer together. And sometimes it doesn't. So I found that I had to not lose, but just remove myself from some friend groups and yeah, I was mourning my my party self for a bit and that is okay because that might very well happen. But again, if you're doing the inner work and looking at your life and the choices that you make, you don't really want to be surrounded by those people anyways that only like you if you do X, Y, or Z. You know what I'm saying? So if you only had friends because you drank alcohol with them, What kind of a relationship is that anyways? Do you want to be stuck in that relationship where people are just partying and drinking and not doing anything else, anything different, anything better for their lives? You know that answer. (laughs) So um, there were times where I was like bawling my eyes out and feeling so sorry for myself and you don't want to make yourself wrong in that. There's going to be tons of emotions that come up during your journey and there's going to be days when you're like holy fuck I can't even do this like oh my god I really want to drink it'll be just easier just let me have a drink and then I'll be fine and then I can talk to them how I want to talk to them (sighs) all I am saying with that is like if you have to cry in your bed and put the covers over your head do it if you have to eat like five chocolate cakes do it (laughs) if you have to do something do it just don't reach for that drink again you want to go back and be like well why why am I feeling insecure that I need this substance to help me usually it goes back to something in our childhood that we're holding on to that we're not even aware of but I can tell you this there have been a handful of times where during this journey that I have wanted to just say fuck it and I wanted to have a drink Like, I wanted a drink so bad. Like, I remember I was in the airport. Me and my girlfriend were going to Tony Robbins. And, yeah, it was the first vacation that I was going to do sober. And I was just, like, fiending for a drink because we were just waiting to get on the plane. And you know how that is. You're on vacation and you're at the airport. And you're like, yeah, party. We're going somewhere else. And she ordered a Caesar. And I'm like, oh, Break. like I want a Caesar so bad I just want to feel that buzz it came on really strong I texted Karen I'm like yo dude like help what do you do what do you do um 
Yeah, and then I eventually just ended up getting a, a virgin Caesar, so it still felt like I was drinking, but the the want, the need for wanting to party was still there. But I just like I let it pass, just like a craving for anything else. And then that night, I had a dream that I freaking drank and got so drunk and made a fool of myself and made all these mistakes, and it felt so real. And then I woke up in the morning and I was like, oh holy shit thank god that was not real it was like the universe saying like okay you want (laughs) to you want to see what it would be like this is what it would be like and it was like the universe had my back and then after that the craving just stopped I'm like I have no desire to feel like that like ugh. I don't know if any of you that are have been sober have those relapse dreams oh my god they are freaking intense I've had a few of them and it's just like crazy I had one a couple days ago because I'm yeah close to my date September 9th and I had a dream that I I drank and it was like I was like crying my eyes I'm like why did I do that I was so close to a year um yeah so (laughs) funny but um my point for this tip is if you need to mourn your old self like that's totally okay there will be days where you'll you'll be sad it's not all rainbows and butterflies um but they there is this thing that they call the pink cloud the pink cloud effect and that definitely happens I don't know maybe two three four months down the road of your um journey where you were like oh my god this is awesome I love not drinking everything is so great and life feels awesome and like yes you're on this pink cloud and nothing can go wrong and you're like almost high off being sober that's what it feels like but then other days you go right down into the deep pit of shit (laughs) and that's where you're crying and you're like fuck this I can't do this literally it is a wave a roller coaster of emotions and that is what you are dealing with and you're navigating and all is okay it's all normal so I'm just wanting you guys to be aware of that if you have never experienced it. Um, another tip I have is, yeah, tell somebody that you trust. So if you're just even going to try um, Sober September, text somebody that you trust and ha- let them um, hold you accountable. So when I was wanting to do it, I again, I texted Karen and I still text her to this day. Like when I'm having a craving or when I need advice, she's always there. So find someone that's not going to judge you. That's your friend that will hold you accountable and be there for you. And I am so thankful. Thank God every day that Karen came into my life and planted the seed of sobriety in my mind because I was just so curious of how this reform party girl, like drug addict could be sober and I was like, I don't know anyone who doesn't drink alcohol. And thank God she was there when I called her that morning. And she's still there for me. And yeah, get yourself a buddy. Get yourself a buddy. Yeah, so those are just a few of my tips. Um, hopefully they help you. Again, like I said, um, my way is not the only way. Um, if you feel like you need to reach out and get more help and go to an AA meeting, go. They're actually a lot of fun and you will resonate with the stories that you hear and maybe you will pay it forward to someone else because I know that is one of one of that is one of the greatest feelings ever in the world is when someone messages you or reaches out and is like, Hey, I need help, can you help me? And or them saying like, Thank you so much for helping me, like you changed my life blah, 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 blah. That feeling never gets old and it just fills you up inside. 
it fills you up so much and know that when you get sober or when you do something great for yourself you are inspiring other people and you have that ripple effect to change multiple multiple lives so don't think of you quitting alcohol or getting sober or whatever you want to call it as a selfish thing because in the end of the day you are going to help so many more people than just yourself it's crazy and it's a really great feeling um so yeah maybe I will share some more tips um later it's in a couple days I'm really excited I don't know what I will do my mom's like oh so what are you gonna do celebrate with the drink (laughs) um no (laughs) I um when I first started I really didn't think that I would make a year to be honest I my goal was 90 days and then I was just like oh I just feel so good I'm just gonna keep going I had no idea that I would get to a year and I don't really want to uh, stop now. So like maybe one day I'll have a drink. Like I'm traveling and I'm friggin' in Ireland and I'll have like a Guinness in Ireland or something like that. But right now I'm just, I'm, I'm loving not being hungover, waking up hungover and having the day. I'm just loving, yeah, waking up clear headed, not feeling shame or regret when I wake up in the morning. And it's like almost being conscious all the time, which is nice. And um, not turning to a substance when things get tough. And I think this will blend into my next topic is because um, when things were tough, I used to just, yeah, reach for booze. And something really tough has happened recently. And I'm so proud of myself that I did not drink when I very well could have, and it could have been a great excuse, but I didn't. Um, So for those of you who uh, don't maybe know, um, last month, my boyfriend and I of four years called it quits. And (laughs) crazy, crazy time. And any other time before that, any other breakup before that, I have definitely drank. And um, yeah, this time I didn't. I didn't have a sip. I didn't lean on alcohol for support. I was my own support. And it feels, yeah, it feels really great to know that you have that control and that you are in control and you have so much power and you're capable of so much more than you think. And that that alcohol just lies to you and that you don't need it. You really don't need it. I have realized so many things this past year being sober and one of them was that my relationship was no longer serving me which is like a shitty but I mean it's meant to it's meant to be so um a little backstory on my relationship I when I first met my ex-boyfriend again a fresh out of an old relationship uh it was the summertime and I was partying and drinking and just being party Shannon, the Shannon that everyone loves. And yeah, like, oh, I'm so cool. (laughs) So I met him in that stage and he could party really great like me. And he wouldn't be like, like he wouldn't, I could hardly even tell when he had um, alcohol. Like I actually liked that about him. Like, oh, you can't tell that he's drunk. That's great. That's a great quality. Oh my God. Like really? (laughs) That's a great quality to have in a person. Yeah. Frick. Anyways. So drinking is something that we had in common and drinking is something that also 
messed up my relationship too because if you want to get um if I am going to be really raw and honest and real in this and saying that drinking honestly made me cheat and drinking can make people do lots of different things for sure but in my instance um drinking made me not give a shit and just be I'm already super flirty so drinking made me like off the wall flirty and does not give a fuck about anybody except myself and I would um do stuff that I'm definitely not proud of um and mostly that would be cheating on ex cheating on boyfriends uh, like my whole life pretty much um and cheating like for anywhere from yeah like hug a kiss all the way to you know what so um yeah, originally I was just like, okay, I want to save my relationship and I know that if I keep drinking, I'll do bad stuff. So I am going to stop drinking for this guy. So originally it wasn't even, it was for me, but it was also for him because I loved him so much and I wanted to be with him and only him. And I knew that alcohol was lying to me. So (laughs) it's just funny now being sober a year Um, that was one less thing in our relationship that we had in common because we already were two totally different people on different paths and alcohol is something that drew us together and now being now taking that out of the equation it was just like whoa (laughs) whoa so yeah also I'm probably I probably already said it but without alcohol it makes you look at your relationship a lot different as well so that was something that we didn't have in common anymore and I continued to go on this path of self-discovery and it's it's difficult when you are doing that and the other partner is not on the same path it's like when you want to go up the stairs and your partner wants to stay on the stairs And you're trying to pull them up with you and they're like, nah, I'm really tired. I don't want to go up any more stairs. But it's like you're in the middle of the stairs. You can't really do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going to come up with me or not. And it just so happened that, yeah, one person was staying. One person was going up the stairs. And honestly, that's okay. I'm not here to judge anyone. We're all here on our own different journeys and learning the lessons that we need to learn. It's just... It really sucks when you love somebody so much and you just know that they're not the one anymore. They maybe they were for that period of time and now they're not. And it's a fucking shitty thing. I'm not going to lie. It feels like absolute ass crap. And again, I I had like a pity party for myself. There was one time I was literally hyperventilating. If you want, if I'm being totally honest, I was hyperventilating. Think I had a panic attack. I was crying for three hours, like three hours. This was after the fact that we, we both came to the conclusion that we were not going to be together, but then it got kind of like mean because people were both hurt. We were both hurt. And then we said mean things that we shouldn't have said to each other. And I was literally hyperventilating And, um, yeah, and I just sat with it. I sat with it instead of going to the bottle. 
and it feels it feels really great. So uh, yeah, if you are struggling with a relationship issue too or whatever, and you're like, fuck, how am I going to do this without alcohol? You'll reach out to me. I can help you. I can text you every day, whatever you need. Um, yeah, but I know uh, one thing's for sure: being sober gets this cloud to remove itself from you and you see things differently and you like I was putting up with stuff that really I didn't want to put up with but I did do you know what I'm saying like we're getting more into relationships now but um it ties back with alcohol kind of clouding your judgment but do you guys ever have this feeling like when you meet someone and they're so awesome and great but like you have a little tiny little nudge or wiggle just like wanting to hold you back and being like eh I don't know about this person like there's something off but I can't I just can't put my finger on it do you ever have that I've had that with every single relationship that I've been in and it's not many. I've only had three serious boyfriends, but I'm wondering if that's just me in general with everybody (laughs) or if it's just me not listening to my intuition because there were things that I was like, eh, I'm not really a fan of, eh, this is kind of, this comment didn't make me feel good or, ah, that's something that I should pay attention to, but I didn't and I ignored it. I didn't, I ignored it, and then later down the road, it comes back up, it surfaces back up, and you're just like, shit, <laughs> I knew this was going to happen, <laughs> please tell me I'm not the only one, I'm sure I'm not the only one, so things like that, after I stopped drinking, well, even when I was drinking, they would come up, and when I was drunk, we would fight about it, and now, even coming up to it, when I was sober, things would resurface, and I'm like, this doesn't sit well with me, this doesn't sit well with me, and I feel like you can only ignore your shit for so long before you have to deal with it, and it was nothing even inherently wrong or bad, it was just not true to me, if that makes any sense at all. So, and it wasn't, I don't want to say settle, but I'm going to use the word settle. Fuck it. There's a difference between compromising for someone you love and settling for someone you love. And I definitely feel that they have two distinct feelings. Compromising will feel good. Settling will not feel good. You'll have this thing deep in your soul being like, uh, this doesn't feel right. I don't know if I can do this. That's settling. And life is too freaking short to settle you guys and do not waste your time doing that just don't just don't I know like I for me myself I have such a big heart and I'm a people pleaser and I love to be around people and I'm putting everyone else first but you know what is really amazing about being sober it makes you put yourself first it makes you put yourself first and it makes you realize what you will and will not tolerate I don't know if that's just what's sober, but for me, getting clear-headed, getting off freaking alcohol, it just makes you, again, look at self, look at yourself, look at your life, look at your choices that you make, and look at the shit that you put up with. And if something doesn't feel good for you, if you feel like you're settling with X, Y, and Z with a partner, 
just don't don't settle get out of it there's so many people in this world that will be willing to do what you need them to do or how you want to make or how excuse me how (laughs) there are so many people in the world that will do what you need them to do for you not saying that people need to do shit for you but you know what I'm saying like if someone is not willing to meet you halfway or all the way there is somebody in the world that will if someone's taking you for granted there is someone in the world that will never even allow the space to take you for granted do you know what I'm saying so and there's a difference between compromising like compromising is like oh I really want mac and cheese for dinner but we're gonna have steak and sushi instead Like, that's compromising. Yeah, sure, we'll have macaroni and cheese tomorrow. But settling is like, yeah, I don't want kids. And, oh, yeah, I really want kids. But um, maybe you'll change and you'll want kids later. So I'll stick with you and try to make you change. No. No, 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 no. You guys, you guys. (laughs) News, News check, reality flash, whatever. People... People change, but they don't really change. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that saying is like, oh, nothing changes, but everything changes. People to an extent can change. Yes. Me, myself, looking at myself at 20 years old to now, I have definitely changed. I am not that drunk idiot and lost little puppy at 20 than I am now. Yes, I have changed. But at the end of the day, my core values, stuff that is important to me has stayed the same. Family has been important to me. Goals have always been important to me. Like love and having fun and health have always been important to me. Those are core core values that don't change over time. So yes, I have changed, but deep down my core values are the same. And if I've learned anything from this past relationship, I have no hard feelings. I still love him very much. And I learned so many things from him that I needed to learn. And one being that core values never change. And if you are with someone that has different core values than you, it's probably not going to work. And don't think that you are like the Mother Teresa, this amazing person that is going to make them change their core values because they just won't. Like 99% of the time, people's core values don't change and people don't change for somebody. Just like you can't tell somebody to get sober they are not going to change for you. They're, they will have to want it. I wanted to get sober. I didn't want it for a long time until that time came and nobody could have freaking told me, oh yeah, go and just do it. I tried it many times before and it didn't work. So everybody's want will do it on their own time and will change for themselves and nobody's going to change for somebody else. It's just the cold hard facts, which suck, but that is the truth. And, um, so (laughs) a tip for you, I guess, if you are in a relationship and you're struggling between the compromise and settling little window here, talk to the person, talk about, yeah, your core values and what's really important and what, what they will compromise on and what they won't. Because I remember like a couple weeks before we broke up, we, (laughs) I'll tell you this story. A couple weeks before we broke up, we decided to go camping together. And usually we never go by ourselves. We always go with like a group of friends, but we decided, Hey, we're going to just go camping by ourselves and have a romantic, romantic couple days together. 
and he decided that he's like, yeah, I'm not going to bring any booze with me because he still ended up drinking booze while I was sober this whole year, which was fine. It didn't really bother me. I, I liked him drinking a little bit, which is also fucked up. Anyways, so he's like, yeah, I'm not going to bring alcohol on our camping trip. I'm like, wow, that's really amazing. Like, you're actually going to do that? This will be so fun. Thank you so much for thinking of me in that way. And I didn't need you to do that, but that's really cool that you're wanting to do that. And (laughs) so we did. And we basically got in a fight the first night about nothing, like the hindsight, stupid shit. But what I, one of my strengths is thinking about the future and like having goals and ideas and wanting to create and I wanted to talk about the future and like what that looked like for us and he didn't want any uh, anything to do with it and he's just like talking about the future and plans stresses me out (laughs) and I just had this like epiphany I was like wow talking about the future excites me and gives me life and joy and talking about the future for him stresses him out and makes him feel small And like right there, I was like, oh God, I don't know if this is going to work because you know what I'm saying? You don't want to compromise your, your personality. You don't want to compromise with stuff that lights you up for the other person. The other person should want to be on the same level with you and get excited about the same things you get excited about. Otherwise, it's going to be this tug of war back and forth shit that you don't want to engage with yeah and like talking I really like to communicate and talk obviously I have a podcast and I like to talk and um, my ex-boyfriend was very quiet and liked peace and quiet and yeah so we sat around the fire and didn't fucking talk and it drove me nuts inside it literally was killing me inside I'm like I want to talk about stuff and he doesn't want to talk about anything so shit like that Um, So that was the first night of him being sober and then he couldn't even make it a second night. We met people camping and they had some absinthe or whatever the hell that was and he decided to drink that. So it was like, wow, you can't even give me like 24 hours. That's cool. Not that I was judging him, but it was just like you said you would do something and then you didn't fall through with it, which has always been one of my pet peeves. So that was basically almost leading up to the point of our uh, breakup but yeah again if I could just say anything if you are dealing with a breakup or thinking you might break up with someone or it's on the fence or whatever it is like just love yourself enough to fight for yourself and to fight for what you want with me quitting alcohol it has just made me Um, more self-aware in what I really want, in who I want as a partner, who I want beside me, who I want as my friends to surround me with, what I want my life to look like. Um, And yeah, whether whether or not being like sober helped me in this decision of becoming single um I guess whatever everything happens for a reason and (laughs) looking back at a year ago from now I wouldn't have thought that being sober and quitting alcohol to help my relationship actually ended my relationship anyways oh life is funny anyways it's a new month get reflective I always find it great at the beginning of the month to like set some goals and then to just follow up follow through with them and crush them and 
any advice going through breakups right now for my peeps, know that you are not alone. Know that you should never settle. Know that you should never wish the other person harm or evil or whatever. Like, if I could take also another thing from this relationship that's ending, it has been one of the most amicable breakups I've ever had. Like, my past two it ended bad that we couldn't talk and all this stuff and people were hurt and upset but like with this one it was two adults that came to the conclusion that we are better off apart than we are together and although that's super sad and we were both really sad about it ending because we wanted to continue it we just knew like for our life path and for what we wanted to do we'd be holding the other back and I hope that we will continue to just stay friends and be in each other's lives and support one another it's just it is sad sometimes when things end and you think that this person's going to be there for you forever and be by your side and this person that you're going to marry them and all this shit and then it doesn't turn out that way and then you're like oh shit another failed relationship what is the problem and sometimes there is no problem like it's it's just it's hard to have a relationship where this one person is everything for you and i think that's what's fucked up about today's society is that we have this fairy tale thing in our head that oh this person's gonna be my lover he's gonna be the father of my children he's gonna be my best friend he's gonna be like my protector he's gonna be this that and other he's gonna be a good cook and he's gonna dance with me and he's gonna do all this shit (laughs) and um some most of the time that's not the case and that's a huge like big thing to put on somebody to be your everything and that's why we have girlfriends and that's why we have other friends to fill those other roles because one person I know cannot be any everything for you and with that being said you are the one stop looking for the one he's the one she's the one no you are the one you are the one that's been here since the beginning with you and you are going to be the one at the end dying with you you are like yes we may be with people but in the end we all go alone we don't go with someone together we go alone inside so just realizing that you are the one you are the important one be the one for yourself to make you happy nobody else is going to do that for you people can help you and amplify that feeling but at the end of the day it's you guys and I want you to love yourself I just want everybody to love themselves I just want you to love yourself enough to fight for yourself and what you truly want and deserve because everybody here deserves the world you really do and if that's starts with quitting alcohol I'm fucking behind you 100%. And if it doesn't start with that, that's totally cool too. I am not saying that I am better than anyone else that is still drinking at all. Nope. Sometimes drinking works for people. It just, at the end of the day, for me, it wasn't working for me in my life. And I wanted something different. And then it turned out to, yeah, this is where I am now. <laughs> so yeah, starting starting new, starting fresh. It feels like at the beginning again, but you know what? That's okay. Count your blessings. There's always something to be grateful for. And I, for one, I am so, so grateful that I have this year without booze. It feels really great. So if you have questions, if you want to reach out, please do. I am just a DM away. I will help you in whatever you are struggling with, relationship-wise, alcohol, whatever. Um, Yeah, thank you for listening. And if you have any 
more questions or want to be on this podcast or know someone who is amazing and you want their story to be shared on this podcast, feel free to DM at the Wild Soul Podcast on Instagram or my email, shannonpetersfitness at gmail.com. You guys are lovely. I love you. Thank you so much. Happy September. Happy sober September for those peeps that are doing it. And I will see you next week with a brand new guest. Whoop, whoop. Thank you.